so where are you at right now? I'm based in Berlin. Um, okay. So I'm originally from Australia, but I've been living in Berlin for the last seven years. Okay. I could tell by the accent. I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound German. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I might be picking up a little bit of the German accent, but. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been in Berlin? Seven years in Berlin now. Yeah. So seven. I live with my partner. Um, yeah. She's from Berlin. And so I kind of moved over and we live together here in Berlin. Congrats, man. So you're like a, you're like a traveling entrepreneur yourself, a bit of a nomad. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I have traveled around a bit. Um, I used to live in England for a few years as well when I first left Australia. And then I lived in Poland for a year. So I've, I've been wow. around a little um, Okay, well, good, good for you, man. What... Interesting experience. And it's interesting yeah. to see the way different countries do things as well. You'd be surprised. Like... Yeah, yeah. I spent, um, yeah. I spent about four years traveling Southeast Asia. And I met, I met my wife there. Uh, I met her in Korea. Uh, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, it's, it's really, really good for the soul, man, to travel and, uh, and, and see different, different cultures and how people live. It's an eye opener, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, so Korea is, that's a very different place as well. Must have very been different. Yeah. Very, very different from the West. So, um, but you know what, they, they're, they're really, you know, extraordinary culture they really are. I mean, they, um, they sort of pick themselves up out of the ashes, you know, and they've had they've had independence for only like 80, 80 plus years now. It hasn't even been that long. You know, they they were ran by Japan. Um, Japan colonized there for the, for a long time, and they uh, they got their freedom. So yeah, man. Then now they're like you know they're tech giants, they're they're telecom giants. They've got some of the fastest internet speeds in the world. Um, you know, they're exporting some of the some of the most amazing tech. Not to mention uh, you know Korean pop. So. Um, well, you know, I, I would love to kick off by just um, sort of summarizing what we're going to talk about, okay, in this in this podcast. We're going to spend like the next 30 minutes uh, talking about a couple different subjects. That is entrepreneurship um, and then technology, right? And um, we may even talk a little more about travel. <laughs> so um, so let's, let's dive in, man. Uh, I've got a bit of a, an opener here. So I was just looking at your LinkedIn profile and you've been in data science. You've been a data scientist uh, since 2012, maybe even further back than that. Um, and then in 2022, this year, earlier this year, you, you co-founded Seenly.io. Uh, and so we're going we're gonna to definitely talk about Seenly. That's actually how I discovered you. Um, mm -hmm. There was a, a gentleman, um, I don't know if you know of him, but on, on LinkedIn, he's a bit of an influencer, um, a content creator. His name is Alex B. Jordan. Uh, and he put out uh, a post talking about content creation and then he used it seemingly, uh to do his LinkedIn post. And I was like, ah, man, I'm, I'm actually right now thinking about um, a software that I can use to do the same. I needed to get, I need to get serious about my content strategy, still do, um, but uh, definitely further along than I was. So I, I opened up a, a Seemly account and then all kinds of awesome features, man, which we're going to talk about um, as an agency owner. A marketing agency owner um it's really helpful um so we'll, we'll get into that awesome, um, great. yeah man and uh i'd love to talk about the journey you know of you how you decided you wanted to um found seemingly uh the process and then like i'd love to know like kind of where you want to go in the next five years where, where you see the company in, in the next five years 
Uh, and so, yeah, man, it's going to be entrepreneurship and a bit of a bit of technology. It's, it's totally okay to become nerds in this <laughs> in this podcast and and geek out about technology. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, let's let's dive in. So, tell me, uh, yeah, man, how you started your journey in in data science? Uh, well, I guess it's an interesting question because. When I started in data science, it wasn't quite so popular. So nowadays, it's it's a bit of a hype buzzword. Um, yeah. But back then, it was, I guess, that side of the industry was just starting. Of course, there was a lot of statistics and data being done beforehand, but this word data science was really taking off around that time. Um, myself, I have a background in engineering. So I did an engineering degree when I was in Australia. Um, and I worked about a year as an engineer in Perth where I'm from, before moving to England originally. Then when I got to London, I mean, there's no factories in the centre of London. It didn't really fit with my lifestyle at that um, point in my life. So I was kind of just looking for something interesting. And I saw um, a lot of jobs advertising for data scientists or actually data analysts back then. And I just thought it sounded really interesting. And I was kind of curious to see if I could give it a go, um, given the kind of math and science background from my degree and yeah so I just tried it out and I really really enjoyed it it's um, especially data analytics it's a little bit like doing uh, detective work I guess you have to kind of pick up clues and evidence and follow that to its logical conclusion solve puzzles so I found that really interesting work and then it just grew and grew from there um, I worked maybe two or three years as a data analyst slash data scientist in England um, and then I've also been working as a data scientist for a couple of companies in Germany. First one was like um, business sales and marketing. So I really yep. got data from that side of things. Um, and that's kind of where I got this experience with social media, social media management. I saw a lot of that in my company. Um and then most recently, I'm working for a healthcare company, Fresenius, who are actually also in the United States, um, and I'm heading the data operation there. So um, like I say, I just kind of grew into this position, and I, I really enjoyed it. I picked up lots of experiences along the way. Mm -hmm. um, it was certainly a lot easier to get into back then 10 years ago. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely evolved um, in the last few years, hasn't it? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Okay, great, man. Um, well, we can we can sort of jump right into this. Uh, I'm actually really interested in hearing about this transition from being um, an employee, right, working for another company, and then starting a company at the same time. I, I think this is actually really, really interesting. And I, I'd love to uh, get right into the detail of that, that entrepreneur part of that, of like starting a side hustle, right? Um, because I'm, I'm assuming you're still employed, right? And so uh, a lot of people think about entrepreneurship as taking a, taking a leap of faith, right? And just jumping from uh, leaving their job and, and starting the company, right? And so I'd love to hear your take on that. And um, from what I can tell, you're doing both. And, and uh, I think that's intelligent, uh, but I'd love to hear, hear that from you and, and how that's been going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as a bit of background, Seenly is a completely bootstrapped company. So we, we haven't taken outside investment. Um, it was actually, the idea came from my co-founder. His name's Ryan Wiley. 
he's a fantastic software developer and um, his partner is actually in the social media marketing industry. So he was hearing some thoughts or complaints from her about where um, they were kind of missing a tool set. So there are other social media management tools and yeah. social media schedulers, but um, there might've been a gap in the market. So he kind of set out to build this software <clears throat> and he's the one who started the whole thing. And really I got involved when um, he was looking for some additional support on the data side. So I, um, yeah, as I said, my background in data, data science, machine learning, and he wanted to bring some of those capabilities in analytics and AI into the service. And this is when I started thinking about joining. But um, kind of back to your more immediate question, I think the fact that we are bootstrapped um, defines a lot of the decisions that we make. Because obviously, if you um, go out and look for investment, it's a different way of doing things. You have the opportunity just to jump in and um, sacrifice everything else in your life. But I think we wanted to do things in a slow and steady and profitable way where we also maintain some control of the decisions. It was always yeah. really important for us to be able to um, work together as a unit because we're really good friends anyway and just see if we can build something. We're more interested in the process of building something rather than you know a get-rich-quick scheme or anything yeah. like that. Amazing, amazing, yeah. Um, and just for the audience, like I want to go ahead and read um, directly from your LinkedIn uh, company page, just like as a plug for Seemly. Um, all right, so Seemly IO is an auto-publishing scheduler and engagement platform for LinkedIn and other uh, top social networks. Uh, founded initially as a LinkedIn-focused content scheduler, Seemly has quickly grown to be the social media marketing platform of choice for LinkedIn trainers, professionals, and businesses. We believe in and have seen the power of network connections, uh, job opportunities, and personal and business brand enhancements through LinkedIn. Seemly helps your LinkedIn posts, profile, and page get seen. Uh, our features focus on smart scheduling, direct tagging, native video posts, hashtags, and content suggestions coupled with powerful analytics. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, so... Tell us how it's been going uh, for the first six months in business. What has been um, some wins, some, some struggles? Uh, so, yeah, we launched in March. That was when we officially yeah. decided. And it's kind of been slow and consistent growth from then. So yeah. probably I would say the biggest win for us, and we always had it in mind to do it, was to really kind of narrow in on a target market. And we spent the first... Okay few months at least really just talking to a lot of people on LinkedIn. So we were actually just kind of cold messaging them and saying, look, this is what we're building. Is this useful for you? If so, why? Mm. Like what features would you like to see in it? And from there, we kind of narrowed in on a product that seems to work for a lot of people. Um, and this is how we got to this LinkedIn focus. We were talking to a lot of content writers, entrepreneurs, people in sales and marketing, and they were telling us, look, the other scheduling applications they kind of neglect linkedin so the focus nice. is more on twitter facebook instagram but linkedin yeah. is a little so i'd say that was a big win for us at first it was really finding a market fit and then that kind of led to our first few customers and we really started to see the growth go from there fantastic man um Right now, are you guys just like really focused on on subscribers and just getting more people in, or are you focused on iterating and 
and and thinking about your next you know your next update yeah we're definitely updating the feature set so it's a bit of both actually um okay. it's myself and my co-founder and he's working on the features yeah. kind of usually we're always in contact with people in the market trying to think about what might be the next go-to feature yep um, at the same time i've taken up a little bit more responsibility on the sales and marketing side so i'm really mm. trying to um, just get eyeballs onto our product basically and get more, yes. and more people buying it and using it um, and everything that entails so yeah we're kind of coming at it from two angles and um, you asked as well about what is the most difficult part or earlier yep. um, i would say from my perspective like i said bootstrapping there's advantages and disadvantages and the disadvantage is that you have to build on your own growth right so it's kind of yep. slow improvement um and that's something not unexpected but uh yeah we we really see that as we move absolutely um who has been the you you, you mentioned that you you've spoken to a, um, several different uh you know groups of people you feel like the product um is good for quite a few what specific group of people if it might ask um are you guys getting like really good feedback from our product is targeted more towards people who use LinkedIn heavily. So that could be okay. uh, LinkedIn trainers, yep. LinkedIn content writers, um, ghost writers, so people who manage multiple accounts from okay. the background. Um, also people who run small businesses. So there's a lot of people who they want to develop their social media brand, but they don't really have the time to do so. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people, the thing that's in, in common is that they tend to spend a lot of their time on LinkedIn. They're really um, building professional services, so they tend to be more LinkedIn-focused. Yeah. Um, so they were coming to us and saying, look, why is there no scheduling tool that has tagging, for example? Yeah. Why can't schedule native video on the platform? Um, why do I have to pick the exact time when I want to do a post? Why can't we have some smart system that does it for me so I can just make it, set it and forget it? So that's kind of how we developed into this LinkedIn focus and people who are regularly using LinkedIn, especially more small businesses, that's kind of our focus. Okay. Yeah, man. Some of the features that I can I can tell you personally, because I have it open right now and I'm looking at I'm looking at my account. Um, so first of all, as an agency owner, um, that you can have multiple accounts under one login, that's a big deal. That's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. awesome. You can just switch. Um, another big one is, uh, so I'm, I'm not going to name the service, but there's another service that I use for subtitles and, and content creation. Um, and they, uh, they only allow a certain amount of, of, of video upload, right? So if you want to take, if you want to post directly from that software, uh, they only allow a certain amount of video upload. Um, and it's like 30 megs or something, which is like, dude, it's, you know, <laughs> like, a, even if, like a 15 second video. Like a 15 second, like short video uh, is, is going to be like 80 meg, right? Like depending on the, the format or, or the, you know, the, the quality. But, um, and so far on Seenly IO, I haven't noticed like a video upload limit. I haven't hit that yet, which has been amazing. So all of my videos are like somewhere between 50 and 80 meg. And that's not been an issue yet. Uh, that's a big deal. So th those two features alone are already like winners for me. It's, it's That's awesome, man. So Clearly, you guys, uh, you guys are solving real problems that that we're having out here. Yeah, that's kind of the plan. We we really do rely on the feedback from um, people who are regular LinkedIn users. So every time I have these conversations with people, 
and saying, you know, what about this feature? What about this feature? And it really does roll back into our development roadmap. We kind of, yeah, yeah we have to balance things because we're a small team, but um, yeah, we do use the feedback. Great. Yeah. Another thing I noticed is that, so I have my, my personal account, I have my business um, account, you know, LinkedIn account on there. And then um, recently I added my podcast um, as a separate, you know, business page on LinkedIn and, and it automatically populated right here on the dashboard, uh, which was like, oh, I just logged in this morning and it just showed up. So uh, it just makes things super easy. And then I, I would say definitely the the scheduling is a big deal. Um, and, and of course the tagging. So yeah, you guys have got an amazing start in just the first, you know, uh, less than a year, like six to eight months or something, six to nine months. Um, yeah, thank so you so much. Doing, doing awesome, man. Um, great. So uh, yeah, where do you see uh, IO and like, let's say, maybe five years out is quite a bit, but I know as a startup, you're constantly iterating, getting, you know, you have that feedback loop. Um, and uh, so I'm just curious where you see it, let's say in the next 24 months. We want to develop the service in two main areas. So of course there are the scheduling related features that yep. will be continuously improved, no doubt about that. Yep. Um, two main areas we want to go in, they are content generation and analytics. So we're going to be rolling out an analytics platform. Nice. Well, I hope next week, actually. And that's going wow. to have All right. workspace level analytics. And we really wanted to lean into that because one of the hard things about building a brand on LinkedIn is that they have this algorithm that's very opaque and it's very yeah. hard to manage, right? So we want to support people with that, we provide tools to make it a bit easier to know when to post, what to post, how frequently to post, all this type of stuff yeah. that you experience for. And you know, be able to see be able to see how 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 content's performing, so on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, you can go back and look at your posts and see which ones are doing well. Yeah. See which ones are not doing so well. So it allows you to change tack and we'll try to provide some kind of smart uh AI type tools so that yep. uh, helps you along in the process there as well. And then the next big thing which will come will be content generation space. So I'm really excited about this area generally. Yeah. Um, content generation for images and text and video. Um, in the last year, the machine learning tools to support yeah. this exploded. So yeah. we really that. I love it. I love it, man. Okay, well, I'm excited to see the features, man. Feel free to sign me up on the <laughs> on the beta, <laughs> whatever you're gonna whatever you're gonna roll out. Definitely, definitely, more than <laughs> So great. Let's let's get into uh, a little bit of the entrepreneur side. Um, again, I, and and I don't want to get too personal, but like whatever you feel like you want to share. Some of the most difficult things that you found in being an entrepreneur, having a startup. Tell us, like a really big win and it doesn't have to just be with Seemly IO. It could be, it could be with anything, but just uh, a big win, a big loss, um, you know, something that we can all relate to. Um, well, I can definitely tell you what the hardest thing is and the, where the biggest challenges are for <laughs> that me. All, that always comes to mind first, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> the painful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have a data background. I'm a technical guy by nature. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All of my jobs so far have been really focused on problem solving. Yep. And yeah. Um, co founder, he's the same. He's a software developer by nature. Yeah. Yeah. So I've really been like just by necessity, I have to get out and do sales and marketing. 
Um, and I definitely won't doubt these people ever again. It's a, it's a really tough job. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't come naturally to me, and I've been, like, leaning into it, giving it my best, uh, yep. working on it, but it's hard, you know. It's, uh, I don't, yeah. I'm not sure if I have a natural skill for this. And I think that's probably one of the biggest takeaways for me about starting a small business so far. It's that you've just become this complete all-rounder, you know. Like when you work in a in a corporate job, you're in a pretty narrow lane of the business, and you can just right. focus. But starting right. your own business, you just have to do a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to uh, it. It really magnifies the skill sets that you need to work on, right, or that you lack. So, yeah. Um, which have you found to be more difficult? Um, the like behind the scenes marketing or the front facing, you know, people facing sales, which, which one seems to be more difficult for you? People facing sales for sure. Yeah. 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 I had only a little bit of experience with this. So when I was at university, I used to work in a call center. So it was not uh, completely new to this, but yeah. hard, right. And if you don't have a dedicated sales team or anything, yeah. doing social outreach is quite time consuming and you can yeah. have a lot of yeah. um, failures before you have a success. Like not everyone's going to buy a product. That's totally natural. And you need to sure. work through this. So for me personally, that was the hardest thing. Um, yeah. On the marketing side, there's also all the stuff around like website, SEO, search engine optimization. Um, again, completely new area to me just got to pick it up figure it out as you go so all that yeah. stuff it's fun but it's it's also pretty challenging too yeah yeah i love it do you have um do you have any mentors or any books that uh that you'd like to recommend um to the audience in terms of uh entrepreneurship and startups and and working with a co-founder and things like that um, yeah, to be honest, I'm not really a massive business book reader, like the type of stuff you get in the airport. Yep. Um, I have a couple of guys here in Berlin that I speak to who run their own businesses. So that's yep. pretty handy. Yeah. Um, my former company um, here in Berlin, the consultancy I worked for, they had a bit of experience with um, social media management and marketing sales. So if I can, I try to lean on some of my friends in those organizations. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's, here's a kind of a, a question I have to backpedal a little bit, a little bit on the entrepreneurship side. Um, when do you feel would be the time that you could exit your, your current job and, and take on seemingly full time? Do you think there's like, is there like a, a tipping point for you there? Um, well, it comes down to profitability but to be totally honest with you I actually really like my day job too so yeah um, I work for a healthcare company and in that particular role I get the opportunity to do some data science to that has a positive impact on people's lives yeah so I quite like this um, I would be yeah. very hesitant that's really that's a really good point that's, that's such a such a um an interesting take you know uh, I, and again I just want to go back to what I had originally mentioned you know, the, the way that people see entrepreneurship is this idea of just like jumping ship and taking the leap. And um, I've had a lot of people ask me just like, hey, what, what would be the first step to starting a business? Like, I don't know the first thing to do. And um, I guess I'd have to go get a loan. I'm like, what? No, you don't start. You don't have to start with getting a loan. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, start with huge debt. No, no way. No, bootstrapping is the way to go. Um, 
and with a software product, you know, like the first thing you want to do is go ask the market what they want. And then you can come back and start creating that thing. Right. And then turn around and, and create a feedback loop so that you can constantly iterate and update um, according to the market to make sure you got it right, to make sure that um, things haven't changed in the last six months. So it's like, um, so I love the idea that you, that you are an entrepreneur, you've got uh, a software product, but you're like, you know what, I'm, yeah, I'm not thinking about switching, you know, switching it up anytime soon. I don't think about quitting my job. Um, I have a friend here, I'm in Colorado, Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. and I've got a friend here, he owns um, an accelerator. And, uh, you know, he, you know what an accelerator is, he deals with startups and, and funding all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he said that one of the smartest things you can do is keep your day job while you're starting your company, because your day job will fund your startup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it'll fund the startup. It's, it's, it's intelligent. And so it's, it's like a, a shift in your thinking. Most people don't consider um, such a thing. And that's why a lot of people don't get started, I think, uh, is because they think it requires them to, uh, to go broke and, you know, uh, live on ramen and, you know. Um, and so um, that may be the case. Maybe you're taking a lot of your money and putting it toward the product. But I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think it could be, it could be both. It could be a, a balance. So that's great, man. I, I I was actually really impressed to learn that about you. I was looking at your LinkedIn and I thought, oh, this guy has a full-time job and he's, he's got this thing on the side. So it's like a side hustle, but it's going to grow. So, I mean, I, I, I wish the best for you, man. I hope that Seamly IO blows up and um, that you guys like exceed your, your, your profit goals and um, that uh, you guys, you guys get more publicity, more PR. Um, I'm not, I'm not like popular by any means, but I'll absolutely post it. Um, and, uh, and by the way, man, um, so, you know, uh, the content that comes out of this podcast, I'll be cutting a bunch of short form video and I'll be sending those to you that you can use those anywhere, any, any way that you'd like. Um, yeah, man. So any, um, anything that you'd like to mention before we finish up, uh, the podcast today? Uh, nothing in particular, but thanks very much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. It's yeah. been really nice meeting you too and, uh, meeting you in person as well. Cause we don't really talk by messenger before yes this. yeah yeah well uh, i'm one of your you know i'm one of your your members your, your clients so um i'll be using the product man and i'll probably i'll be punching that support ticket button <laughs> 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 with, with feedback no i won't i won't bug you awesome aaron well it's been a pleasure man um and uh i'll definitely continue following you uh you and the company on linkedin and uh, let's stay in touch my friend yeah, thanks again. And uh, I'll make sure to let you in on any of our beta offerings coming soon. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, man. Sounds good. All right. We'll talk very See soon. Thanks very much. Later.